Welcome to episode 3 of the Crystal Cast series. Today we take a deeper look at the commercial mortgage market. What trends are we seeing? Where are the opportunities for brokers within the commercial mortgage space? And how technology can play a part in making everyone's life easier? And as always, all information provided is for the use of financial intermediaries only. So today we're joined by Sarah Wolf, Senior Development Manager from Shawbrook. Hi, Chris. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yes. Good, good. In traditional Crystal Cast style, can you start us off with three things that people might not know about you or might be surprising to some? Oh, goodness. So I live in the Peak District, which, although very beautiful, and I've lived there for 12 years, um, doesn't work well, particularly with my job, because <laughs> it takes um, miles and miles to get anywhere, but beautiful. So we feel very lucky. Um, second thing, so I would argue that I'm going through a little bit of a midlife crisis at the moment. Um, my interpretation of that is I've recently taken up road cycling, which has okay. been a huge challenge. Um, <laughs> especially and also, in the Peak District. <laughs> especially in the Peak District, you can't avoid the hills. Um, but also I started learning the piano um, fairly recently um, and on grade three. And um, and third thing, uh, rather embarrassingly, is that when I was 17, I learnt to play the bass guitar and played in an all-girl band. Um, and I only did it, really, because I had this dream of playing with Nirvana at some point, which sadly never materialised. But of course, now I'm in commercial mortgages, which is far better. Yeah, living a different dream. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, if you can start us off, then, with uh, your view on the latest trends you've seen in the commercial mortgage market. It's an interesting time in the market, um, notwithstanding, obviously, the looming um, Brexit, uh, which (laughs) I think is touching every area of everyone's lives. Um, If we bring it back down to commercial mortgages in general, we've run at Shawbrook a recent broker barometer, Mm -hmm. which we tend to run on a fairly frequent basis, just to gauge broker opinion. And in the last survey that we carried out, Um, Over 69% of our brokers were confident in the lending environment, which was really encouraging. And I think that's something that we certainly have felt and would mirror um, in our own uh, lending book. And 56% of our brokers um, felt they were expecting business growth as well, which again is is really um, positive. The top three challenges that our brokers were facing, 62% of them said Brexit, as okay. we've touched on, yeah. um, and not surprising. 55% uh, highlighted valuation issues, which could be a number of things, um, possibly perception of down valuations, which is always a, a, a challenging one. Yeah. Um, and 39% highlighted uh, mortgage interest tax relief as being a, a potential issue, which really we're at the very beginning of, as this year was the first year that it would, they would have really felt it in their, in their tax returns. Okay. Two interesting points for me there. First of all, valuation issues. Um, from our own business levels here, we're seeing maybe more cautious valuations, I suppose is a fairer way of putting it, mm. where valuers are being more prescriptive about conditions they're putting in there that the valuations are only valid for a month or two months and then they'll revise it afterwards have you seen any of that Shawbrook? Yes and I think that's across the board um, there's definitely again that Brexit word kind of is, is ever um, we're ever conscious of it but certainly I think valuers um, were feeling that caution um, and them not wanting to I suppose commit uh, 
too long too term. Too long term, yes, yeah. absolutely. Many of them have still got memories of the 2007, 2008 period when their PI probably saw a lot of uh, a lot of these claims coming through. I think that's definitely a factor. It definitely plays its part. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it's one of it's it's one of those things. It's such an integral and integral part of what we of the mortgage process um, yeah. that none of us can avoid. But uh, but certainly, I would say that being more cautious. Excellent, and we're we're also seeing that probably further away from London. Um, the London market's settled over the last few months anyway, but we're now starting to see that in the regions a little bit more. Yes, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, the, it, we're, we're seeing a shift anyway in our, our I suppose, I suppose in, at Shawbrook, the majority of our clients, I suppose, are in that professional landlord mm-hmm. market. Um, and there's definitely a move away from the southeast, more towards uh, different geographical locations, certainly up to the northeast um, and the north in, in general. Um, and valuers will be feeling that too, and will also be conscious of uh, of that move and that shift. Yeah. And the second point from there is the tax relief. Obviously, Shawbrook have been quite vocal about the implications of tax relief and yes. the importance of brokers being educated in that. Are you seeing brokers becoming more aware of the implications of tax relief? Absolutely. And I think that the beauty of, of being in our community, our community of lenders and brokers in the commercial mortgage market, um, is that... Uh, we, we do tend to share knowledge and whilst we've been, um, I suppose, at the forefront as a lender and also um, our broker panel of understanding um, the changes that the market has faced, mm-hmm. I think it's really our landlords um, that have, have almost benefited from us being able to support them you know, along along that journey. I suppose the most important point that we would make is that it's still vital that clients seek their own tax advice. Yes. Um, we're seeing a move, if we look at the market in general and our place within it, um, we're feeling a slight shift. We've always been a specialist lender, but more towards the kind of more complex end of the market. And what okay. I mean by that, just to kind of add some um, clarity around complex, is things like incorporation so with the interest mortgage interest rate tax relief changes um, that are being felt it's also uh, a shift towards in behavior towards clients now looking to purchase in a limited company Mm -hmm. Um, and with the right tax advice expecting lenders as well to understand incorporation more and to add guidelines to it and be able to support clients um, through that process Um, so we're certainly I suppose aiming to to provide just that. Brilliant, and it's something that we've been harping on about now for probably twelve months or so. That brokers need to be aware of, of both the options for their clients, but also the implications. Obviously none of That's us here are tax advisors, so it really is important that they partner up with the right people, be it tax advisors, brokers, lenders, that they can deliver the solutions the clients need now. Yes, and and funders, lenders have a, we have a responsibility. Um, whilst, uh, as I said, it is essential that they get that tax advice. Lenders have a responsibility as well to ensure that um, we're doing the right thing by the client. We're certainly seeing a huge increase in the number of applications for limited companies, um, and that more complex space, I suppose, and that manual underwrite that we provide with all the efficiencies as well as the technology side of it, in addition to. Um, that manual underwrite uh, lends itself to um, being able to assist clients through that yeah. tax journey. There's certainly a place for the traditional buy-to-let lenders where it's a straightforward personal purchase and if that's the right thing for the client to do then happy days. Where we're seeing the trends at the moment is in that, that complex space as you yeah. say. Um, 
last the start of last year we saw a huge spike in inquiries for remortgages into limited companies. Yes. Um, applications didn't follow through on that front because when people started to see stamp duty applications yeah. and actually how much it will cost, they had second thoughts. We're now seeing more of those coming back. I think people have now seen that first tax bill, mm-hmm. realise that it's not something that's going to disappear, that it will only get harder and harder for them to make a profit from it. It's something that, that people really need to keep their finger on the pulse of and be aware of what's available to them. Yes, and that's and when I talk about the complex side of the market, that's really what we're referring to. It's just being able to, I suppose, um, look at the bigger picture. So quite often, our portfolio landlords um, have been long established in the market. They yeah. may well have had their particular model that they follow. Uh, we're seeing landlords themselves diversify more and look at other other opportunities. That may be that they deleverage for a bit and then look at maybe purchasing semi-commercial in um, a limited company, something of that nature, or buying on short-term loans and adding value. So rather than just chasing yield, they're also looking at capital appreciation and and, um, and adding that value to a property. Uh, and then potentially rather than selling, holding for the long term, especially with Brexit and all the uncertainty, it's um, there's certainly yeah. a, a more of a wave of that. So you're seeing a change maybe in the appetite of investors now. Instead of the kind of traditional short-term buy, tart turn and sell, they're now holding it a lot longer? Definitely. And it's interesting because um, at Shawbrook, um, we have both light refurbishment and heavy refurbishment products that we offer. Mm -hmm. And certainly the kind of more um, heavy refurbishment projects, uh, especially permitted development, that sort of thing, we're seeing a trend that those landlords that may have previously sold are looking now at the longer term. And lenders, and Shawbrook in particular, are now almost having to adapt the way we underwrite and assess those clients in light of that, and to, to I suppose, view them slightly differently in yeah. changing their model and understanding why they're changing it, more importantly. Okay. That- might link back then to when broke was it fifty six percent of brokers were optimistic about business growth. But from a broker point of view, the bridge isn't just a transaction anymore. It's now maybe one part of three. Um, I know we've done a number of cases with you where we've done purchase, we've then done a second transaction to do the refurb, and then a third transaction to hold. So it's much more of a journey with the customer as opposed to just being a transaction. And that's right. And if I go back to um, our earlier point about. Um, being a lender that can offer, I suppose, more of a, an, a, an oversight across the, the piece for a, a landlord, um, maybe coming in to do a short-term lend, to purchase a commercial property, for example, that the client may well then be looking to carry out a heavy refurbishment, to do a conversion into residential, and then, as you say, to then convert that onto, onto a longer-term uh, let um, or one of our term products. And the beauty is that we offer the clients almost like a lever to pull for whatever opportunity it is that they find. And being in that professional landlord space and having those kind of um, clients that really do understand what they're doing, having a lender that can then be flexible and adaptable to what it is they're trying to achieve from their um, their property portfolio, I think really helps. Excellent. And the other area where Shawbrook have been quite vocal is on the HMO market. Yes. There's a lot of publications that have come out, a lot of information for brokers and, and investors. Um, what trends are you currently seeing there? So this one's an interesting one because HMOs. I think we're you know the market is now very used to HMOs. It's yeah. um, it was always the domain of the student previously. Um, there's been a very definite um, move as well towards professionals and professional lets within yeah. um, 
multiple occupancy. Uh, so the trends that we're seeing, and we've been really fortunate enough to be able to kind of go out with some of our brokers to, to visit some of their clients actually on site and see some of the enhancements that they're making to HMOs to cater for that tenant profile. Things like um, adding new technology, so um, things like um, you know iPads so they can see who's approaching the door and wow. um, several cookers within the kitchen, just more kind of, I suppose, bringing more quality to um, the facilities that they offer, even gyms and things like that, which, um, you know, within the, the, the property itself, um, yeah. which is more appealing to uh, p- professional tenants. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the shift that we've seen. The new buzzword is kind of co-living is what uh, a lot of landlords in that space are calling it. Okay. Just to, I think, try and differentiate it from the original kind of uh, student image that, that HMOs used to carry. So getting the tenants to, to mix and mingle as opposed to just being locked away in your room. Yeah, yeah be okay. more social. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So from from the technology side, obviously landlords are, are embracing that more. The enhancements you've made to your portal quite recently are, are, are quite interesting to enhance, to move that to the short-term lending side of things. Yes. Um, is technology something you've seen as a big facilitator for brokers? It's massive. I mean, we can't take away from the fact, um, and it's a huge benefit, that we have um, the opportunity further down the process to assess a case manually. Mm -hmm. I think it really helps to have that conversation with our brokers at that point as to to bring the the case alive. But certainly, technology plays a big part in efficiency and ensuring that we can give both our brokers and our clients ultimately the end users um, the, the most the the smoothest journey possible through the process um, so yes we have enhanced our broker hub our EAIP to um, to bring on board short-term lending where heads of terms can be produced by the system um, I think that that really kind of helps the upfront Uh, process and making sure that that happens as quickly as possible but certainly there are other areas as well such as adopting the e-tech system Mm -hmm. which essentially um, assesses a client's portfolio schedule so with the PRA changes um, that are now embedded um, with all lenders having to um, take responsibility for assessing the wider portfolio for clients with any landlord with four or more mortgage properties um, on the back of that, as always happens, technology is developed to help to make that easier. So the e-tech system, which allows us to run that uh, portfolio schedule and then create a report at the other end that covers stress testing, yeah. it may even like look at um, AVMs on the properties within the portfolio, um, just helps to speed that process up. Um, and, and that's as almost like a bolt-on um, from a technology point of view to our existing processes. Um, you'll see things in the in the market as well, like e-signature is becoming more um, more popular and prevalent. And I think again, um, we can learn a lot from the mainstream buy-to-let market and hopefully bring some of that into the commercial um, uh, property process, sorry, mortgage process uh, as well. So recently, I opened an account with one of these um, online-only banks, oh, right. and the, the whole application process, including idea verification, probably took. 60 seconds yeah. to go through which customers are used to that in the normal world and then when it comes to a mortgage we're asking them to sign 10 documents and have them witnessed by a next door neighbour and this that, and the other so I suppose the, the importance here is bringing in the right technology and I think the commercial mortgage market has come a long way actually yeah. in the last kind of at least five or six years and Shawbrook hopefully have been trailblazers in that but I think you're right I think anything that we can bring from 
um, other areas of banking and of the kind of mainstream buy-to-let market um, that would would fit comfortably into the commercial mortgages is a good thing, um, and will ultimately give you know everyone um, uh, efficiencies throughout the process. Um, it's uh, it's it still amazes me actually that um, we're not there already. So hopefully it'll be in the not too distant future. We'll be kind of in the yeah. Yeah. It's one of the biggest gripes we get from a standard residential broker. Yeah. They're used to dealing with Halifax and Virgin and, and everyone else. And then we present them with a checklist that's 25 yeah. items long and it all needs to be manual and certified. And well, why can't we do what we do on the other side? So yeah. that would be a big big change for brokers if it, if it could be done that way. Obviously, we're way away from that. Yeah, I don't think we're as far away as maybe we think. Um, a lot of it, um, as I said, there does still need to remain a manual part to it for all the right reasons Definitely. so that we can bring that um, pragmatism um, to what can often be quite a complex um, loan um, but certainly um, the, the, pro, the, the beginning part of the process the early part of the process lends itself to being much more streamlined and to being able to use technology to, to achieve that that efficiency yeah so hopefully as the specialist market and the standard market get closer together mm. we'll, we should start seeing improvements and enhancements in the journey as well I think it's watch this space really yeah. exciting times ahead yes. so other than the HMOs and the incorporation piece are there any other commercial trends you're seeing currently well certainly I think especially with the mortgage interest tax relief and um, landlords who are looking to diversify we're seeing more of a move towards landlords that may have had in the past um quite a substantial residential investment portfolio who are now looking to to buy and move into semi-commercial or commercial assets Um, and at Shawbrook we've always lent in that world ever since um, our our creation in 2011 when the high street I suppose retracted from lending in the investment um, world but concentrated on lending to SMEs Mm -hmm. Um, the trend now actually has almost done full circle back into the challenger bank world where we are um, lending to landlords who are offering maybe serviced offices to SMEs so there's a a trend towards trying to keep up with the market and market demand and offering um, serviced offices as an option and lenders again are having to keep up with that and look at products and um, an experience requirements for those landlords. So whereas, I suppose, previously, Shawbrook, for example, we may have needed a client in the past to hold a commercial asset from an experience point of view. We've changed and moved on that and said, well, actually, if they hold a number of residential investments in the background, we would be comfortable with them buying their first commercial or semi-commercial. Service offices are a little bit different because, obviously, you've got a turnover of tenants But the advantage to that is you've also got multiple um, tenants there yeah, and opportunities for so people to come in and higher yields. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. So second to that, we're seeing um, investors look within the short-term loan um, space at really adding value to property and certainly looking for more opportunity um, mm-hmm. on, on that basis. Um, we're seeing a trend to investors who are potentially buying doing work to a property but maybe wanting to spread their costs a bit wider so we created a product last year whereby clients can borrow up to 75% to purchase the property but we will also then lend them um, the cost of works 
if that is a light refurbishment and that's up to 85 percent so again it just allows um, from a from a a cash flow point of view the investor to 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 look at other opportunities as well at the same time Um, that then leads on to short term to term where we will also um, assist our clients in capital raising on any increase in value when they um, when they come to term out all right thank you for that um, and again, our customary closing question, if you could make one change to the market, what would you be looking at and why? Oh, goodness, there are so many. <laughs> um, but um, I suppose the um, the most obvious one is that we could, um, in many ways, look at tra- transacting a commercial mortgage um, in a similar sort of timescale as we can on the, the mainstream side, on the residential side. Okay. Um, the positive Thing with that is that I do genuinely believe that we can get there sooner rather than later so although there are many frustrations around that um, it does feel like with all the technology that we've already discussed um, that we're part way there and we'll get there in the end I'm sure that would please everyone yes amazing well that's been really helpful thank you hopefully there's a lot of content there that our listeners will enjoy and obviously if we do have any questions we'll feed those back to you and I thank you for your time thank you Chris hear the rest of the series and be notified first of future episodes hit subscribe and to discuss any of the topics covered in today's crystal cast or any other specialist finance requirements call us on 01827 301070 or visit our website at www.crystalsf.com thank you to today's guests and as always thank you for listening